Hello and welcome to Trainer's Voice, brought to you by Guardian Angel Equine, a podcast created for the busy equestrian in mind for on-the-go training, chat, and learning. My goal as a trainer is to help improve horses' lives and performance by educating and helping their owners. These episodes are my opinions based on my knowledge from research and experience. Feel free to ask any questions. My links are always in the show notes. Hey guys, so today I wanted to talk about something that I have come across on TikTok and it really got me thinking about when trainers get horses that have been to other trainers or that, you know, when owners get them back, you know, types of situations. What I really don't want as a trainer is for someone to send a horse to the trainer and then they get it back and that's pretty much it. You know, they start riding, you know, no, no further uh, communication or anything needed. Me as a trainer, what I really like is to really think of me as like your horse's life coach. I want to be in that horse's life for the rest of their life, just like you. I want to make sure that if you're having any issues, questions, you know, anything like that, if the horse needs a tune-up, like, I'm there for that horse. I want to help this horse through the rest of their life. I don't want to just put 30 days on it and then call it good sort of situation. I know way too many people that do that, and it just... It bothers me because, you know, I just don't feel like that's good horsemanship for that horse, you know. Um, But, you know, what about horses that, you know, people have sent to multiple trainers? And it's really been brought to my attention about, I've seen like three or four videos now on TikTok where people are like, this horse is still unhandled, it's been to two or three trainers, or this horse has, uh, or just got this horse back from the trainer, and it's doing this or this, and all sorts of situations like that. And I personally think that if I get a horse, and I know it's been to another trainer, it doesn't change what I'm doing. I want to go back And I want to go and check off all the groundwork things that I want that horse to do. And I've been in situations where horses respond really well and different with different cues. So I really try to go back and really fill that horse out. Is this horse really responding more verbally? Does it really respond more uh, to my body language? Do I need to use a little bit more touch? Um, You know, what sort of language does this horse really kind of take to versus one over the other? Um, And so when I get a horse, it doesn't matter if it's been to a trainer or not. It doesn't really change anything. But I feel like for a lot of people and some trainers that that doesn't, it changes a lot. Like it came from a trainer. So we just move on past wherever the point the trainer left off. And we don't really go back through and check those buttons. And here's the thing. Horses respond to different people differently. So if a trainer has been doing this and a horse is very, uh, let's just label it, um, 
overly sensitive. And so they tell the owner, this horse is overly sensitive, you know, you may expect this or this. And so they take their horse to a different trainer to get like a second opinion or something. And they tell the new trainer, they said this horse was overly sensitive, blah, blah, blah. But really in reality, what may have happened is that this person is just way too confrontational for this horse. Way too much pressure. It's causing this horse anxiety. Therefore, it's really triggering that fight or flight response and seems to be really uh, flighty or really sensitive. So that's something to also think about. Um, when you're getting a horse from another trainer. So I love the feedback and I love to hear what the other trainer did and says about that horse. That way it gives me an idea what mindset that trainer is. Um, because we know everyone trains differently. Some people are more physical. Some people are more verbal. Some people are more, um, like positive reinforcement, you know, some people really like Liberty type work. So it really gives me an idea of, you know, I have received a horse before, young horse, went to a trainer that is supposed to be really good, works with a ton of rescues, and this horse was mentally distraught. And, you know, working with rescues, I, in my, my mind, feel like um, a lot of those people would have a really good idea at how to de-escalate situations versus really escalating them. And that's not what happened in this situation. I've talked to a few people who have met this person and I'm getting the same type of vibe from them that I'm getting from the person who owned this horse. And I'll just say my only opinion is that I would never send a horse to this person. But here's the thing. So, um, that horse had a really bad experience at this trainer. So, from how I worked with this horse and how this horse responded, my guess, of course I don't know, but my guess is that this horse wasn't given the time of day it should have and was had a lot more pressure put onto this horse than what it needed to be. And so because of situations like that, where I've come across horses who've been in situations like that and not necessarily been in great training programs before, I really go through like a checkbook case. And because horses will have a different type of, we'll use the word respect loosely, but like they respond differently to a trainer versus their owners. So it's the same situation like at, uh, so I work at a vet clinic, so we'll just use that. Dogs and cats will, or mainly dogs. Cats are their own type of species. (laughs) But dogs will respond differently if their owners are present or if their owners are out of the room. And I've had horses react this way as well. And it mainly just comes down to what that owner has allowed this animal to do and get away with. And so by get away with, what I really mean is every human needs to have boundaries, just like every horse will have boundaries. They will start to give you cues like, hey, I'm uncomfortable. Hey, I don't want you to do that. We need to do the same thing with the horses and set those boundaries. 
And if as owners, especially owners who have had horses for a very long time, myself included, because I tend to baby Jake and he pushes my buttons all the time. Anybody that knows me in my, in Jake's relationship will tell you that I should have had boundaries a long time ago, but I have it. So he may respond differently to me versus if I was to send him to a trainer. So with that being said, a lot of horses may mind, uh, mind, I don't like using that. Uh, some horses may respond to me as a trainer better than when they go home, they may try to push their owner's boundaries. And so this is why I personally like to come up with a checklist that not only I go through when I receive a horse, but I like to tell the owner when they pick up their horse, we need to really establish this before you take them home. You need to work with your horse a little bit so I can read how this horse is responding to your boundaries before you take it home and then everything just falls apart because that happens way more times than you think. I've had multiple horses where, you know, they go home, they do good, there's no issues. I've had other horses that I go out and I work with them and they're doing really good with me. The owner shows up and the horse turns into a completely different horse. And it's because of boundaries. So they know that I have a boundary, we have a compromise, you will do this for me, I will do this for you, and that is that sort of situation. So... I wanted to get on here and talk about, like, I'm sure some trainers out there have the same mindset, but when I hear trainers talk about, you know, well, this horse has been to another trainer, and they go on about what they're doing with the horse, and it's like, did you not go through, like, how this horse responds? Like, you need to start over. I don't care what trainer this horse has been to unless you know this person uh, unless you know the person in person and you know the way they train, you've seen them train, you've seen them behind the scenes, they're not sugarcoating anything or lying to you about how they train. Unless you know the behind the scenes training and you know this person in person, then I always, always go through the basics again. It doesn't matter who the horse has been through. I always want to go through the basics again just to make sure that I'm not missing anything. And not only that, but trainers will also, sometimes they can they can get a lot of horses. They can have a lot on their plate. And they go through a couple, uh, a couple exercises. And they're like, oh, okay, the horse is pretty good at that. We're going to move on. You know, they're trying to cut down that timeline or just trying to get that horse worked for the day. And we're only human. Like, we can make mistakes and we can miss things. And so we just want to make sure we're going through this horse's background thrillery, full thrillery, full, we're going through this horse's background really well and making sure that we're not missing anything and that we, there's no holes that we need to fill because if, especially if you don't know that trainer, that horse could be so traumatized and you're going to have to go back and really work on that. And, and before you can work on what you want to work on, because you can't, Continue to have a horse who's been to a bad trainer and been traumatized and then try to work on that with that horse and then expect everything to be okay. Like you're going to need to work through that trauma first before you get any kind of good results with your personal training. So 
I just wanted to bring that up because I don't feel like a lot of people think of that. Um, and I don't feel like, a, I feel like a lot of trainers I know say they go through a checklist of going through the basics, but do they actually, I don't know, but I'm starting to hear more and more on TikTok about horses going to multiple trainers and the horse is still having issues or things like that. And so definitely my only advice is know who you're taking your horse to do your research if you know somebody that's taking a horse there or you get on Facebook and you or YouTube, whoever, wherever platform they're on, and you ask people, try to find someone that's taking them a horse, really do your research and investigate to make sure you want to send a horse to that person. Because a lot of people these days are just saying, oh, well, my best friend uses this trainer. They really like them, so I use them. While that is all fun and fun and great, and you know, a lot of the times it may work out, some of the times it, it, it really doesn't. But you know, not everybody works horses the same way, and not everybody needs to work every horse the same way. So you really need to pay attention to who you're sending a horse to, and just because they have a big name or they're well known doesn't mean that they're right for your horse. So that's all I have today. Just wanted to bring that out there and just let people know, you know, pay attention and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Bye.